0: Welcome to the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Good day. How are you, Aaron? Oh, I'm doing pretty swell. Doing pretty swell. Uh, you know, got my Star Wars tickets last night. Yeah. Our Star Wars tickets yeah. last night. We're all going. Uh, oh, I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah, That's going to be good. That's going to be really good. Just watched the trailer today. Goose pimples aplenty it oh man yeah that trailer got me super hyped super hyped i think i don't know i i think there's a lot of misdirection in that trailer though yeah i think i don't think they're they're really letting us in on as much as we think they're letting us in on you know what i mean yeah i kind of got that impression too like the very end shot spoilers for a trailer i guess um (laughs) <laughs> where she's like, I need someone to show me my place and all this, and then like cuss to, like Kylo Ren holding her hand. I don't think that's, I don't think that's happening. And those are from different. Scenes. I think they're from different scenes. I was wondering that too. Because because the lighting is inconsistent. Oh, you noticed the lighting. I did. I did not. Film school. Was... Oh, In nerd. In the scene where she's saying like, I need someone to show me my place and all this, it's a very like still light. And then when it cuts to Kylo Ren... It's very, like, dynamic. There's very dynamic light. It's, like, flickering on his face. And, like, she has nothing... There's no, like... If it's supposed to be fire, it's not really flickering. But then, like, when it cuts to him, there's, like, you know, fire falling behind him. And and light's very flickery moving. So, I think, uh, yeah. I think those are from two different shots. I think she's actually talking to Luke in that scene. That wouldn't make sense. That's my That's my nerd theory for... What about you? What have you been up to lately? What you doing? Well, also on Star Wars, I've been playing a lot of the Star Wars Battlefront beta yes. this weekend, which was extended until tomorrow, and I I am really enjoying it. It's good. Uh, I discovered that there was a mode yesterday that I'd never played before, which was cool. Oh, like the objective mode? Like the 12-person 12, 12 mode? Yeah, it strike or whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah. Um I still haven't played that one actually. <laughs> oh, it's cool. Uh yeah, I started been loving Galactic Assault. I've been uh yeah, I played that one a bunch. You get to play it's uh it's sequel trilogy era. Uh oh. So you get to play as First Order Stormtroopers or uh Resistance. Sweet. And it's uh it takes place at Maz Kanata's castle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it's yeah, it, that's a but it's a cool. That. It's a cool mission. It's it's super hard. It's kind of like capture the flag, basically. Oh, yeah. You have to like capture a thing and then like bring it back to your ship, and then the other team has to stop you from doing that. So. Yeah, that's the main reason I haven't played that one yet. Is because in Galactic Assault, you got thirty nine other teammates that maybe can do something, whereas I'm just running around trying not to die. <laughs> yeah, I I'm still pretty garbage at online shooters. It's, they're tough. Like I just I don't I guess I just don't have enough time in my life to dedicate to being that good. Which ultimately does not make you a loser. I guess. <laughs> um, in the long run. In the long run, is, it's probably good. But yeah. No, I've been I've been having fun with that as well. Um, but the thing I'm looking forward to most in that game is the single player option. Yeah, I'm super excited for that, that uh, single player campaign. Like not even yeah. just for the gameplay. I really want to know what the story is like. Because they've been working with lucas arts in the game so that the campaign mode story is canon yeah yeah everything that's their kind of new initiative now is like everything that comes out is going to be considered quote-unquote canon um to a certain extent like i don't know i don't know how they're going to continue that over a long
1: long period because
0: yeah because the old stuff was always it was like flipping and flopping about whether or not it actually was Canon or not, yeah, it, it, was kinda, it was kinda it was kind of canon until George Lucas said it wasn't Canon, so it it they're pushing out a lot of content right now, but it is it is all to be considered quote unquote canon, so that's cool. I'm looking forward to that yeah. um I saw the new Blade Runner, oh, that's right, which is amazing. I still haven't seen that. Uh, well, yeah, you and everyone else. <laughs> that movie, it's not doing very well. Oh no? at The box office, no, it's it's kind of getting getting crushed, which sucks because it's it's amazing. Yeah, it very really really good movie. Um, I've seen it twice already, and probably I'll probably end up seeing it again. So. Oh, did you see it on uh, Friday with Steve the bearded? I did. I saw it on Thursday, uh, on my own went straight from work and saw it uh and then our friend Steve the Bearded invited me to go uh to go with him and so I went and checked that out and it was pretty good. And uh yeah, it's uh yeah, I it's like, it's, it's like the perfect a perfect sequel. Yeah, like to to but not only like to Blade Runner but just like in general as a sequel. It's so it's so perfect. So yeah, really stoked on that. That guy's like my favorite director working today. Uh, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, I remember. I remember you talking about him. Yeah, man. He's he's just he has never missed on a movie yet, and he's fucking Canadian, son. Nice. Yeah. So represent. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty great. Uh, digging that a lot. Cool. So highly recommended. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. And uh, I'm just waiting for the new. Uh, new Friday the 13th multiplayer maps and stuff to come out. Oh, yeah. For I've, the game. I've not played that in a while now. I kind of, yeah. It's kind of nerve-wracking. <laughs> I, dro- I dropped off a bit. It was just, it was just so, fr- it's so frustrating. The, the glitchiness oh. of the game. It It is in a way kind of like playing a, just a constant beta test. Hmm. Um, but you know, it's a small independent developer and it's, small team small game company so I, i'm I, i'm giving them a lot of slack Would on you? the rope it's still a really fun game uh, and they're constantly trying to make it better and they they're really good about communicating directly to their users that's a big thing with online Where they're communities. like here's what we're doing we're trying to fix the matchmaking issues these are the hurdles we're running into we're gonna try and overcome it mm-hmm. don't worry about it so that's that's nice too um speaking of friday the 13th segue. we yeah, did, did it. it we did it i didn't even plan it we i planned it oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well you, you fell right into my trap we look sometimes doing this show is great and we get to watch great things <laughs> like chopping mall Ah, oh, chopping wood! and BMX Bandits Flash Gordon. Oh, some of it's gold, sometimes it's a great time. Other times other times it's this movie. We watch Jason X. In the year 2455, on a routine training
1: mission, a team of students is about to discover a life form frozen in time. Wow. They're on their way back. the for Donkey and Power up the lab. You brought him on board? Everything's under control, ma'am. What the hell is going on? Jason Voorhees, that's what's going on.
0: He's an unstoppable killing machine. Uh, Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. How do we get off the ship? I don't know. Look, we're gonna be all right. What? Are you
1: high? Uh got to get them out of there hey slappy i think we're finally okay what the hell is that you've got to be kidding me oh wow it's been modified oh you think you guys might want to run I don't think he's out there. Why don't you just stick your head out and have a peek?
0: Matt, how is Jason X for you? Oh, how to to put that in words. It's rough, right? Yeah. I can put it in sound. It's like... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Kind of. Have you how many of the uh the, the Friday the 13th um movies have you seen? Uh to my knowledge, I've seen the first one twice and then I think I saw the second one once, but I barely remember it at all and that's it. I am not an aficionado of the genre. Second one's the one where he has the bag on his head. Yep. I yeah. remember a bit of that. Yeah. So I put out a vote on the twitter and people voted uh, uh the options were uh Jason goes to hell, The Final Friday, Jason X or Jason takes Manhattan. And unsurprisingly, everyone voted for Jason X. Although it wasn't as cl- as or it was closer than I thought. Jason oh, yeah? Jason takes Manhattan was was being it was a good Sounds like it should be a Broadway musical. I yeah, that would actually be a great, great Broadway musical. Um, it was bringing up a close second, but uh, of See, course. Oh, sorry, just real quick. That would be a good slasher musical. What? Jason Takes Manhattan, like instead of what was that crappy slasher musical? Oh, uh, s- Stage fright. Stage fright. Right. Yeah. 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 That has so much more potential. Yeah. Well, anyway, someone should do that. I mean they did Evil Dead the musical and it worked great. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um So yeah, of course everyone picks the one where he goes to space. <laughs> Which is just amazing. It is, but oh. it, it's it's where your franchise goes to die though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> to the cold vacuum of space. Yeah. Oh, Le- it was Lef- so bad. Leprechaun did it. Jason did it. I think Hellraiser may have done it. I don't no, because they've made like 18 direct-to-video Hellraiser movies. That's a I don't time. think Chucky has done it, but I've heard that Fast and the Furious is planning on doing it. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Like quite serious. I heard I heard a podcast with Max Landis where he was just talking about how he was in a meeting once and someone made a joke like, oh, what are the Fast and the Furious guys going to go to space? Someone's like, yeah, yeah, we're trying to make that happen, actually. <laughs> we're uh, talking about it all the time, just trying to figure out how we can uh, how we can make that work. He's like, oh, like like you're actually, no, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. (laughs) But they're doing it. I actually think that that would be a great thing for that franchise because it's already so stupid. Yeah. Well, there you go. But we we got, yeah, yeah, we got Jason. Jason in space. Jason in space. This is the first Friday the 13th movie that I ever saw. Oh, really? Yes. I watched it at my neighbor's house on VHS. When we were about nine or ten, I wanna say. Wow. Yeah. Uh nine. I think it came out when we were nine. So it was like obvious I was never gonna be allowed. My mom would never allow me to watch this oh, as a hell kid. No. I was all my horror movies I watched at like friends' houses at Sleepovers or like my cousin we would go back to Ontario for the summer. Uh, see my dad's side of the family. I had a cousin out there who was the same age as me and they watched horror movies all the time but yeah this was the one uh this is my introduction to jason unfortunately was <laughs> such a bad introduction. Was it was it was this one and then it was the one right before it jason goes to hell which is the one where he's not even jason in it he's like a weird worm that like jumps from body to body and what? yeah no it's messed up what? It's it's not good. I was secretly hoping, actually, that people were going to pick that one because it's it's hella weird. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, man, what do you what, what's what's the plot? Oh, the plot. Well, I mean, the point of any movie, any Friday the Thirteenth movie, is to get Jason Voorhees in a position where you can kill a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. They just chose to do that in space. For some reason. So what goes down is it starts with he, Jason Voorhees. Well, we start with a shot that looks like I thought, oh, this looks like hell. And then I started to see some Mm -hmm. kind of tissue and I said, is this hell or someone's brain? And sure enough, it was both because it was Jason's brain. It was Jason's brain. Well, the interesting thing about this movie is it comes right after, well, I mean, not right after, probably about 10 years after Jason goes to hell, the final Friday. Which, spoiler alert, that movie ends with Jason going to hell. <laughs> um, it, He gets sent back to hell. Someone stabs him with a magical dagger. Of course. Um, Which, like, was never a thing in any of the previous movies. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stabs him with a magical dagger, sends him to hell. And then the very last shot of the movie was um, his hockey mask on the ground and Freddy's glove comes up and grabs the hockey mask and pulls it under the ground, presumably to set up, like, Freddy vs. Jason, which was stuck in development hell for a long time. Um, I'm actually reading a book right now called Slash of the Titans, which <laughs> just outlines, like, all, like, 15 different drafts of that movie Wow! until they got to the one that they finally made, and it's like, how hard can it be to make a Freddy vs. Jason movie? Surprisingly. Wow. surprisingly hard yeah why i don't know <laughs> i don't know because writers writers try to get too creative with it there's uh yeah so many of the drafts like end in like hell there's like a boxing ring in hell and they gotta fight i don't know it's <laughs> Ugh. it's like how hard can it be to do a good alien versus predator movie surprisingly surprisingly hard, hard. Yeah. um yeah, it's it's just it's one of those things. No. Uh but it's uh yeah, so this one actually came out before Freddy versus Jason. It came out in two thousand one. So anyways, so the part nine ends with him it going to hell and then this one ends uh or begins, sorry, with him being captured Yeah, it looks like the beginning credits are over top of, like, experiments being done on him. Like, they're taking some of his blood from his brain. From his eye. Or maybe they were, like, trying to get his cerebral fluid to study his, like, reconstructive molecular nonsense. Well, apparently, according to the movie, he has an incredibly small brain. Yeah. Um... So that's a fun fact, but yeah. So it, what I want to know is how how did he get out of hell, and then how did he get to a point where he'd been captured by the government and they've tried like executing him with like lethal injection, firing squad, hanging, electrocution. They didn't try dynamite, which that would have been my probably thing. Probably worked. Yeah, it would have been like Wiley e. Coyote the shit out of that dude, strapped <laughs> into a rocket in like a quarry. like a whole bunch of dynamite around him yep and then just just press on the thing that probably would have done it It probably would have done it because he was dead in the one scene in the movie anyways we'll get there we'll get there but it starts so i want to see the movie i want to see is the one that takes place in between where he somehow escapes hell do that movie where he escapes hell and then it ends with him Getting captured just because I'm I'm a stickler for continuity. Yeah, well that's fair. It's that's gotta make sense, man. But also I'm, this is Friday the thirteenth. I'm sure there was a comic book or something that explained it, but I don't I'm not gonna read. <laughs> you expect me to read that stuff. I don't know. You didn't go to school for reading. <laughs> I was elected to lead, not to read. Um, <laughs> yeah. So whatever. He's he's there and then David Cronenberg is there. Um, For some reason, famous Canadian filmmaker David Cronenberg shows up and is like, We're going to study him and you can't freeze him. Oh, yeah, they're going to freeze him. That's the. Yeah, they decided that because they can't kill him, cryogenically freeze him. And it's going to freeze him. To, to contain him indefinitely. Yeah. He's so too dangerous. So that one day. Him and Walt Disney can team up. (laughs) Oh. Those that can put Walt Disney's head on his body. On Jason's body. Oh. Uh, Walt Voorhees. Better movie. Jason Disney? Jason Disney sounds too cute. Walt Voorhees. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's... Oh, what a great... What a great film we just pitched. Better than this. If someone... New Line or whoever... Owns the rights to Jason at this point, is listening. Do that. Walt Voorhees. It's goldmine. Yeah. Almost as good as Mustache and the Creep. Mustache, yeah. (laughs) The best radio morning talk show ever. (laughs) Mustache and the Creep. So, inevitably, Jason escapes, obviously, because instead of, like, putting him in a cage and burying him in cement also would have been another good way to get rid of him. Like man, I am on fire today. Like, they just, they really, they didn't think it through. Nope. Like, well, the normal ways of killing people don't work. Like, you gotta try the abnormal, man. Like, like when they sealed that vampire. Did you watch True Blood ever? No. Okay, like there was one of the seasons of True Blood. I think it was a season two or three ended with them. There's like a super, super old vampire. who's was like, looks like vampire mob kingpin, I think. Anyways, so uh, he's, like, caused a bunch of troubles, and, like, the good hero vampires that we like end up, they end up capturing him, and they, instead of killing him, they, like, just, like, put him in a pit and cover him with cement so that he'll be alive, because he doesn't need oxygen, obviously, to live, right? And so he'll be alive, but he'll just be, like, sealed in cement for eternity. Brutal. Going mad. Pretty nuts, right? Yeah. That's pretty, pretty fucked up that's yeah yeah uh you need seal jason and cement i'm so good at this okay so <laughs> um next if anyone needs to put down a supernatural serial killer email the show retrocrap at gmail.com i'll send you my top <laughs> 10 ideas there we go um so he's just hanging he's just got like a straight jacket on with like some some chains just yeah. hanging in the middle of like a parking garage. Yeah, was it even hanging, or was this a chain connected to him that went to the ceiling? But he was still on his feet. He might have still like been on his feet. But yeah, it was a chain to the ceiling, and straight jacket kind of chains with padlocks on them. Yeah, like but like the, they're the, the dumbest. So he obviously gets out. Yeah, because just chains. Yeah, just kills all the soldiers like real easy. Uh, Kills David Cronenberg by throwing a spear through him. He does some of my favorite dead acting. It's real, like, samurai movie, almost. (laughs) Like, you know, like, when someone dies in a samurai movie, it's all, like, ah," like, really, like, exaggerated facial expressions. He gets, like, a spear thrown thrown through him. Wow, that's tough to say. Thrown through through him him. from, like, way far away, and it comes, like, bursting out his chest. He's, like, He has like, this amazing like shocked face on. That's oh, great. so good. And those spectacles really they make it. Some of the best dead acting. Um. And so then he uh, chases our our, our protagonist, uh, Ronan? Rowan? Rowan. Yeah, I think her, her surname is Rowan. She's Dr. Rowan or something like Dr. that. Dr. Rowan. She has no first name. That I know of, no. Cool. We'll call her... Rowan. Uh chases Dr. Rowan into she lures him into the cryo freezing thing and like shotguns him in there and then slams the door and is all like, haha, I gotcha bitch. Hits the ice beams shoot the ice mist all over him to cryogenically freeze him. And then if, if I were in that situation and I had shut the door, done the ice, I would have like throwing myself away from it because I know how dangerous Jason is. Yeah, and also be, like, flipping him the double bird. Just like, ha-ha, suck it, motherfucker! As I, like, back out of the room. Yeah. No. But she slowly looks inside at him close to the door. Like an idiot. Like an idiot. And, uh... and, And gets it. Gets it in the gut. Yeah, he just stabs his... Machete right through that Thick iron door Yeah His machete Or steel maybe Yeah Whatever Metal door It's big old metal door Probably like stainless steel You know Yeah nice, It easy, pretty to, clean Nice easy to clean surface Yeah Just You're gonna cry Freeze it Yeah them. You wanna be able to Wipe that pod down after Yeah night. Stuff just wipes right off Just with oh. a bounty sheet Mm-hmm. Yeah um, Wait Bounty sheet Isn't like For Dryers Maybe What's the, what, what's the, well, no, what's the paper towel called? Isn't that bounty? Bounce. Bounce sheets are bounce the dryer sheets. Sheet. Yeah, oh, that's my bad. That yeah. uh There's not much I do laundry. Yeah. So, uh, oh, fun fact. If you, uh, if you find a room in your abode is smelling, uh, a little ranky stank, mm-hmm. uh, just take a little bounce sheet and just hang it in your window, like right on the screen door or whatever. Like oh, the yeah. screen part of your window, no, not, not like on the closed window, on an open window. <laughs> Allow the breeze to blow through it. Slap it on the glass there. Yeah, oh, no, it, it freshens up the room real nice. Yeah, that it's makes good, sense. It's a good yeah. trick. Also, you can put a couple of bounce sheets in the bottom of your uh, clothing drawers. Oh, yeah, I keep your in your dr- In nice. your dress or whatever, yeah, it keeps your clothes smelling real nice, too. Yeah, old clothes get, get, get kind of that messy smell to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, pro- a, pro- that's a great way to avoid that, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Matthew, for your... Reassurance. Bounce sheets. Yeah. Smells. This meets. show is not brought to you by Bounce Sheets or its competitor Schmounce Sheets. But if either one <laughs> to sponsor us, one of them is real. Yeah. Retrocrappot Hit us up. <laughs> uh, that's just uh, that's just some pro tips for our listeners there. How to <laughs> kind of keep your clothes in your room not smelling like a rank pit of stank. No one likes a rank stank. No. You want to keep it fresh. For other people's sake as well as yours. Don't smell like a big stanky fart walking around. So, because she got stabbed in the gut. <laughs> yes. Through the metal, the stainless steel door that's incredibly easy to clean with <laughs> bounty sheets. Because of that, there was a, a cryogenic leak. Yeah. And ice started coming and through the door. She got sprayed with the ice mist. And in the event of a cryogenic leak, lockdown goes into effect. Obviously. So she obvi, get out. you got to lock it down. Oh, Obvi. Um and then she gets frozen uh for 400 years. Oh, 450? Uh, 55. Oh, 455. Yes. Not bad? My bad. bad. 2455. What I want to know. All right. Why did no one go looking in 455 years? Yeah. Or, like, the next week. <laughs> like, uh, well, we were going to freeze Jason Voorhees. Like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, the general doctor, whatever guy, David Cronenberg, and, and they were going to go pick him up, and they are going to bring him back to the research lab. It's like, oh, did they ever come back? No. Oh, maybe something real awful happened. We should go look. Because it's Jason freaking Voorhees. It's Jason Voorhees. And they go look. Like, oh, look. Uh, someone managed to... Dr. Rowan managed to freeze him, but it somehow also... Uh, And during the course of that, got stabbed, and there was a leak, and now she is also frozen. Let's uh, find a way to to revive her or something. Thaw her out. I don't know. No one...
1: Yeah. Nope.
0: Apparently, everyone just sort of gave up. Real quick. Or it was so (laughs) top secret that no one knew about what was going on. But anyways, lucky for her, 400 years in the future, a group of college students go on a field trip to Earth? yeah it's some kind of learning expedition and there's like a planet wide dust bowl happening yeah earth is uninhabitable 2455 everyone mark your calendars we will all be dead yeah because it's over because that's how time works in the future yes <laughs> <laughs> but also people listening in the future you'll all be dead so if you're still on earth so if you're listening to Heed this this warning <laughs> you are dead yeah <laughs> Let's not maybe threaten people in the future. <laughs> okay, would be bad for our longevity. That's legit. Uh, so they uh, they find they find uh, that facility, and they're all stoked because they're like, "Whoa, perfectly preserved people from old Earth! From old Earth!" And I'm like, "The dude is way dead, but we think we can revive the girl." That'll be great. Yeah, and while they're there, there's one, like, obvious wasteoid of a student who, like, gets his hand stuck to a cryogenically frozen mug. Oh, yeah, you gotta have the, the stoner character in every yeah. movie. Got yeah. He's ridiculous hair, And, uh, yeah, he bumps Jason, who's standing with his machete raised, and then he falls and cuts off the guy's arm with this machete. Yeah. Even though he's completely frozen, yeah. It still cuts off someone's arm. But luckily it's the future and they can just like slap a band-aid on that and then reattach his arm later with nanobots. Yep, it all worked out fine. Totally fine. But I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that no, that was a good. That was even a good when cryogenically frozen, Jason will cut off your will, limbs. He'll cut off your arm. Uh one fun fact. Uh I tried looking online to see where this was uh where this was filmed. And uh I couldn't uh, couldn't find out, but I'm pretty sure it was shot in uh in Vancouver. In our own backyard of Vancouver. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Because here's my here's my uh, cyber sleuthing ability. Uh, it it uh, David Cronenberg is in it, I and mean, he's Canadian, so I'm pretty sure it was shot in Canada. Because I don't think he leaves Canada. Uh, not allowed to, or no? He just he just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he chooses not to. No. Um, but uh, I know that the girl that plays Rowan. And the girl that plays Cam 14 both starred in Andromeda, which would have been on the air not that long after this movie came out, and that was definitely filmed in Vancouver uh, because a lot of my film professors uh, worked on that show. Uh, When I was at university, they were talking about like, oh yeah, Kevin Sorbo, if you don't see his face, it's not him. (laughs) He would come for his close-ups and then the rest of the scenes are just a body double. Wow. He'd <laughs> go back to his trailer. He was Hercules. He doesn't got to stand around for that kind of shit. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know? So, which apparently Natalie Portman did that on The Phantom Menace, too. Oh. So, there's scenes where Kira Knightley is literally playing the double. Like, 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 she's dressed as the queen, and Natalie Portman's also in the scene disguised as the handmaiden. Like, in the plot. Oh, yeah. But then there's also, like, far away scenes where... It's just the <laughs> Natalie Portman would be like, I want to go back to my trailer. Just get Kira to do it. So she's actually playing Natalie Portman, but just doubling her. Well, that's complicated. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's weird to word. And it's weird to think about, too, especially if you're like Kira Knightley and you're like 14 or 15 or whatever when you're filming this. You're like, so am I the queen or am I not the queen? <laughs> queen? What's... I don't... Oh, dear. Yeah. <sighs> <clears throat> mm. Yeah. So they bring Jason back to the ship. Jason. Jason. Yeah. And uh, well, you know, it was filmed in Canada, so we gotta do official languages act. Um, Once we're done this episode, we gotta do it again in French. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. I wrote down so that they they open up the freezer. Sorry, we'll just back up a sec before they're oh, yeah, the yeah. Open up the freezer and like, well, what's that on his face? And then he's like, oh, it's a hockey mask. Like a hockey what? And then the the android lady, KM, is like, uh, facial armor uh, for a sport outlawed in 2024. <laughs> so look out, hockey fans. That's coming up. Yeah, mark your calendars again. Mark your calendars. No more hockey. It's against the law. And as a Canadian, I was kind of like, what the hell? What you mean outlawed? Yeah, but, you know, I, I guess it's too, bar- the sport too barbaric. Developed too to be more violent? Mm, maybe. In 2020, we started putting spikes on the side of the hockey puck. Oh, that'll do it. And then uh, 2022 is when they rigged explosives inside the nets. So they were going through way too many goalkeepers. Oh, so every time you score it would blow a up a bomb goes off. Yeah. And it kills <laughs> and them. Half the rink goes up in flame. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It just it wasn't exciting enough. Yeah, the, viewers. the viewership was dropping off, so they had to add the thrill of death. Yeah. To the... Well, like gladiator fights came back, so mm. yeah. So hockey viewership was yeah. just plummeting. Twenty twenty three, they add actual blades onto hockey sticks. Yeah. So that when there's a fight and brass knuckles. <laughs> Are allowed. On hockey sticks? So, oh, okay. <laughs> well, so just, you know, after you... You throw you, down the gloves You slash a dude across the back of the legs, right? And then he can't walk. And then he can't walk, so then his teammate comes over and cross-checks you and throws down the gloves, and you're a gentleman of hockey, so you also throw down the gloves, but you've both got brass knuckles on, and you proceed to just, like, break each other's cheekbones mm-hmm. furiously, pound each other's faces into a pulp until the ice is just totally covered. Like, they didn't finish an entire hockey game for the entire 2023 season. Yeah. So in 2024, they're like, maybe this sport's just getting a little out of hand. Yeah. And but instead of reverting back to just, you know, shoot the puck in the net and you score and don't kill anyone. They're like, yeah. obviously we'll just get rid of it. Yeah. Cause can't go yeah. back from that. Yeah. Too fun. Yeah. So that's, that's our fake history of how hockey got <laughs> a real fake history of how hockey got outlawed. So sorry guys. Uh, so they bring it onto their, they bring him onto their spaceship, and they put him in like a dissection lab, and they bring Rowan into the, the rejuvenation lab where they're also reattaching uh, Stoner, uh, McDreadlock faces arm hmm. back on. What's his full name? Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like he had like from the front, it just kind of looked like he had like really long, scraggly, kind of like weirdly curly, messy hair, but then in the back he had like some dreadlocks. It was like. Like, like, underneath, like, the top layer of hair, he had some dreadlocks that were, like, coming back into, like, a ponytail. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. It was disgusting. It was horrible. It was, oh. And I mean, honestly, like, (gasps) one of of my, one of my, one of my least favorite things about this whole movie was just, like, the wardrobe. Yeah. Like, the costume designs. I mean, it's, it's like, it's so, I think it was actually, like, delayed a bit. Like, I feel like they shot this in, like, 1998, 1999, which is kind of why it looks so awful. Okay, yeah. Because it came out in 2001. But okay, I, I might not know much about fashion, but mm-hmm. I do know that the '90s were bad. They were bad. They, they were like. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. It, like you can kind of tell it's the '90s because none of the women's shirts cover them. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, they're all like way too short, or like the one character Janessa just has it. Just the front of it's just open and just kind of covers the side parts. Yeah, it's like. Almost a vest that just has like three <laughs> clasps in the front, yeah they don't connect the vest, they're just like strings, yeah, uh, or like if you cut but on, this bit's going nowhere um <laughs> <laughs> and then all all like the soldiers, their armor just really made me think of like roller derby, yeah, like rollerball, remember rollerball, yeah, yeah, totally yep, that's what it was, it was like they had the leftover armor from rollerball. <laughs> They got it. They bought it on the cheap and just like <laughs> s- spray painted it all. Oh, it's <laughs> so bad. A different color, but it looks like okay. So like this came out like two thousand one. This came out the same year as like Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna draw comparisons between the two because one is obviously better than the other. Which one? It's Jason X. Okay, good. And <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but Jason X looks like. Looks like it was shot on, like, the set of, like, a really, really canceled sci-fi show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, and, like, not even, like, the sets look bad, but just also, like, the way it's shot and, like, the special effects and everything. It just looks like a really, really garbage sci-fi channel show that they let run for, like, three episodes and they're like, mm, nope. Yeah, that's what Can't. it looks like. Like, Firefly the series looks better than this movie. Oh, yeah. And that show was shot for, like, no money. And somehow they had even more no money on Jason X. Yeah, somehow. It's, yeah, it's awful. Like, not even just in the way it's cut, but the, like the script is just such bad pacing. It's so bad, and, and like, everything's so bright. Like, yeah. colorful, right? Like, it's all like, everything's like shiny silver, and then it's like blue and red and yellow. And, and... all the ridiculous outfits. Mm-hmm. And like the one when the doctor's like looking into the when she's dissecting him and then she's like looking into the microscope, the light that's like reflecting under her eyes is like rainbow. Did you <laughs> notice that? No, I didn't. It's like yeah, it was like a like a, yeah, just like a rainbow, like when you what's that the prism effect, you know, when you like when you like water light shines through water and you get that kind of like weird shimmery rainbow like effect. A rainbow? Like a rainbow? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're trying to say. It was kind of like that. Kind of. But it was more like, or like oil. When you see like oil oh. shining on, that's what it looks like. Okay, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it looks like to me. Not not like an actual <laughs> rainbow. But it, it looked, yeah, it was like that kind of same color. It was just like, why? Why didn't I just have like one color? Or just like a light? It was like, no, let's make a rainbow. And it's like. How psychedelic can we make this one light? Yeah, I don't know. And Everything about it was like just so weirdly lit with like weird colorful lights and like practical lights on the set they're just like this light is orange for no reason (laughs) (laughs) and this one's green yeah it looks it looks so unbelievably cheap yeah so unbelievably cheap and i imagine that the budget was like pretty low so they had to kind of do it on like a tv show budget and i wouldn't be surprised if there was like tv show crews working on making it that would explain a lot yeah i mean like if it is shot in Vancouver, probably a lot of the same people that worked on Andromeda were working on this. Was Andromeda this bad? I never watched it. I mean, Andromeda's not great. Like it's a it's a fine show, but like production budget wise, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, late late nineties, early two thousands, cheap sci fi show. I I watched it as a kid. Like I didn't. I never watched it. Like, from start to finish, I just kind of, like, Andromeda would be on, and me and my dad would watch it. Oh, okay. And they'd be like, that was fun and exciting. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, like, Rowan, in the show, she plays Andromeda, which is, like, the, the their ship, but she's, like, a hologram version of the personality of their ship, and that's yeah, it's weird.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it.
0: i buy it. Um, so, anyways, they revive Rowan, and she's fine. And, uh, everyone is like, job well done, time to bone. Uh, and they go yeah, off, like, to bone. Was it like, uh, yeah, there is so much sexual tension on this. So much sexual Craft. Tension. I, I like, think a little bit of cabin fever. If you're in space for a long time with the same people over and over again. Yeah, but how long had it been? They were on a field trip. I don't know, man. And it sounded like it wasn't going to take them that long to get back to New Earth. No. Earth 2. Earth 2, my bad. That's what they called it. I wrote that down because uh, DC Comics needs to sue them. Because that's... going to send an email off to DC and be like, hey, got a lawsuit for you. <laughs> yeah, sue New Line. <laughs> there you go. They ripped off uh, Earth 2. So. <laughs> or maybe it's the same universe. Oh my gosh. That'd be good. Yeah. Right? Because I want to see DC heroes fighting Jason Voorhees. (laughs) Batman Beyond versus Uber Jason? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I want to see that happen. We're pitching so many good movies today. Oh, this is just... It's a good thing we're recording it for posterity. This is the best. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone goes off to Bone. Yep. Kind of. Because really, one of the couples is just the robot and her programmer guy and she's got like nipples that she's stuck on and yeah. she's like do you like them and he's like Ugh, why do you need those and she's like this is janessa has them he's like yeah well janessa's real and Like, hmm. and then the nipples, then the fall nipples just fall off and she has no nips yeah, cause she's an android Makes. Yeah, why would an android need nipples no reason no reason Unless they're a pleasure model, like in Blade Runner. It all comes back uh-huh. to Blade Runner. Um, <laughs> this could take place in the Blade Runner universe, actually. If you really think of it. Because Blade Runner takes place in 2019. And already Earth's kind of a shithole. Uh. So get ready for that. <laughs> one more 2019 year. market <laughs> um, and Five years after shithole, hockey is outlawed. Yeah. 'Cause everyone's too busy boning robots. Here you go. Uh yeah. Did the uh, the type of, of love making if you want to call it that in this movie, uh uh did you find that off putting in any way? Uh I found it like uh well well let's go to the the worst one, which is student and teacher Mm mm-hmm um wherein the teacher the man yeah uh it looks like he's wearing female lingerie or some kind of slip definitely is wearing like a yes and it's very uh, it's very sheer mm -hmm. and the 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 student who is is banging him for um a Good grade and or pass well, on her midterm. She least seemed mostly clothed. I don't think I don't know how much actual banging is going on. Oh, I assumed that they banged, but yeah, she was wearing underwear she and still got she her underwear. Shot, which uh yeah, anyway. Um she's got this really ridiculously large clamp like thing. Yeah, like a real big set of like medical pliers. Yeah, which she is using to like Cole would use them to hold a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah. in this case, scrubs, they're not holding scrubs joke. Yeah, they're not holding a sandwich. In this one, they, she's got to clamp down on his nip. Yeah, she's just—he's just loving it, just tweaking it. That, yeah, and that's intercut with scenes of um, Jason's face being cut and ooze coming out of his ears mm-hmm. as a uh, doctor takes. His mask off and I couldn't decide which scene I thought was more disgusting uh, I'm gonna say ooze, yeah, it's more yeah, although I mean as a concept, <laughs> the weird nipple tweaking it's just not for me okay' yeah, I'm gonna fair. if you're you, like we some, can have a larger discussion about nipple play, but maybe when we stop recording, yeah, that'll be a patreon exclusive, <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for. Our... Stay tuned for our nipple play episode. <laughs> if you want to sponsor the show for five bucks a month, we'll get you that. Oh. <laughs> the nipple tweaking oh. episode. That's so worth it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if the dude, maybe he's just a bit of a weird sex pervert. And if just having his nipples twisted by pliers is the worst thing he does sexually then i'm kind of fine with that. Yeah, you know, that's fair. If that's Whatever. how he gets his rocks off. He's not hurting anybody. If anything, he's the one getting hurt. Yeah, that's yeah. uh yeah. masochism, right? Yeah. I get masochism and sadism mixed up sometimes. That's masochism. Yeah, yeah. Weird. It is weird. Uh but we'll dive into that uh on Patreon. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, sitting down, setting up the mics, you know, getting out of the computers, setting everything up, and then just talking about nipple play for the people that that pay to hear that. Uh, I can't. My mom's a patron. We can't. We we can't do that. (laughs) Okay? Okay. Okay. We're good. Just just in case anyone didn't get the joke we're not we're not doing the nipple episode. It's the last we're gonna talk about it, please support us on Patreon please support us on patreon and if you really want it, no. no, 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 we're putting our foot down. no, maybe we'll try and find no more movies that have it in it, so we can just kind of casually bring it up every now and then. It'll seem like we're doing our job, but we're really we just, yeah yeah <laughs> no. all right uh so the way that this scene is cut hmm getting back into our incredibly serious film analysis here <laughs> um, it does seem that like the, uh, the the promiscuity the 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 air of sex is is what's arousing jason from the grave not yeah because like according to their medical scans he was dead he's dead yeah. And he's on the table. Obviously we know he's going to come to life. It's crazy regenerative regenerative properties and was cryogenically frozen. Also the title of the movie. Oh yeah, what was it again? It was Jason, Jason X. X. Yeah. It's kind of um, Kind of be a shitty movie if he didn't didn't come back. So, yeah, the way it's cut, it's like there's like three different couples all all engaging in ratbagging, coitus. They're all Pocket dog in it, and he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he slowly, like, you know, his hands yeah, break off of the, the ice, ice yeah, until eventually he just goes <laughs> and just sits straight up. And then the doctor's kind of does, like, without without turning around, just kind of like, hmm,
1: hmm,
0: probably nothing. Goes back <laughs> to her oil slick microscope, uh, and then gets killed, probably my. F- My favorite kill in the movie, maybe. It's up there. It's pretty intense. It's a a good way to start the killing of the whole crew. Because there there are a large number of people on this crew. There's a big body count. Yeah, and obviously that's just so that more people can die. Yeah. That's the point. And yeah, yeah, kill number one on that uh, boat in space. The first space kill by Jason Voorhees. It's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, grabs her head, sticks it in what I assume is liquid nitrogen. Yeah, it's like a sink or liquid nitrogen. Space liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Uh She was using it to, she like took out one of his eyeballs and put dipped it in there to preserve it. Right. Yeah. Because he was frozen and then he was thawing. And so then she refroze him. Not supposed to refreeze meat though. Yeah, I've heard it's not good. Yeah, I don't know what it does. I've never tried it. Well, apparently it can kill you. Really? Well, Jason did. Oh, right. Ah, ah. <laughs> you brought it because the movie. <laughs> I'm stupid. So, <laughs> I thought literally you were dropping some knowledge about refreezing meat. I know it can kill you. Like no, it'll, it'll you'll die. It'll make it toxic. I'm like, what? Whoa! I don't know. I really regret that's the case. Yeah, I don't know either. Someone Google it. Email the show. Let us know. Because we can't <laughs> Google it ourselves. Well, I'm not gonna. I don't... I'm not that interested, but if someone else is interested enough... By the time we're done, I will have forgotten. Yeah, exactly. But maybe we'll have a hot tidbit to talk about next week. Mm, yes, that'd be great. Uh, So, or next month, whatever. Whenever we do this. Uh, so his head... She grabs... Freezes her head and then smashes it on the counter. Yeah. It turns her head into, like, a giant ice cube and just busts it open. And it's like a giant, like, strawberry slushy yeah it gets dumped and i made me thirsty and hungry at the same yeah. time i know it had like the 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 super size me effect yeah where you're just watching him eat mcdonald's all the time you're like damn that looks good <laughs> and he's like i'm having trouble breathing and i might be having like heart palpitations you're like yeah but a fucking quarter pounder right now <laughs> so tight <laughs> yep i wouldn't be surprised if it was strawberry slushy actually that'd be it's cheap it'd be super cheap <laughs> Um, yeah, so he, he escapes and then they, uh, they call in the grunts, which I guess are the Marines that they have on board. They got a bunch of soldiers yep. uh, and they call them grunts and they go off to, this is where the majority of the death starts to happen. Yeah. Like most of the main characters don't die until like the end of act two, beginning of act three kind of, um, part of the movie. But most of the middle part is just the soldiers getting, getting whacked one, one by, by one. one. Yeah. And, like, they don't die when they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And then more people die, and the soldier leader guy, sergeant, is like, people are dying. Let's split up some more. Yeah, good call. Smart. Super smart. Uh, Did you know, when, when they're, like, armoring up, loading up, getting all their guns ready, he comes in, he's like, you got the BFG? You're with me. Did you notice that? I remember him saying stuff. I don't, yeah, okay. I didn't... The letters didn't... Oh, okay. Did you ever play the Doom? The original Doom? Or any of the Dooms, actually? Oh, it's been a long time since I did. Play, the B, the BFG, Doom. which stands for, like, big fucking gun. Oh. I think they added, they added like, an in-universe meaning. Of like, you know, bio... Formatting... Gun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, right? Some stupid science jargon. Um... But it means big fucking gun, uh <laughs> and uh, so I was like, "Is that like a Doom joke? Does this like make a Doom joke?" Because mm. it's always when you get the, the BFG and Doom, you're like, "Oh shit, yeah." You got the big fucking gun. Yeah, I definitely thought of big friendly giant. Mm, roll doll. Yeah, I think they were making a roll doll reference. Probably, actually. probably in the space horror movie. Yeah, more likely that they were making a roll doll reference than than a doomer reference than a reference a to the, a the space horror game. Yeah, that's yeah that's silly. silly me because it's a giant gun, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also big. Yeah, and and it's and the giant brightly colored and friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You, you, it's, it's big, it's, friendly, giant. It's the roll doll reference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, good. So uh, yeah, they all. This actually has a couple of good kills in it, in it too. I like the one where the guy falls onto the the drill, the big old drill bit that yeah. he that he was sharpening at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, and then slowly does the spiral. Yeah, it spins all the way around. Spins all around. That's pretty nasty. And on top of good kills, this movie, while most of the writing is very terrible, there are a few lines that I couldn't help but just laugh out. Oh, loud. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like when uh, two of the soldiers find this guy who is fallen on this spiral. <laughs> Right, yeah. Just like we found him, he's screwed. Yeah, yeah. What happened to him? He's screwed. Like, All right, <laughs> great. Like, like, come on, your 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 compadre just died. Why'd you have to make make a point yeah. about it? But no, but the best one though cool. is, is when the sergeant uh gets like grabbed from behind and like stabbed through. Like, there's like a wall. Jason like busts through the wall and grabs him and like stabs him with like a spike. And he's like, "It's gonna take more than a poke in the ribs to put this old bastard down." And then Jason stabs him again. He's like, "Yep, that ought to do it," <laughs> <laughs> which is oh, tremendous. Yeah. That tremendously was my favorite. Good. Oh, oh, um, just so ridiculous. Yeah, and it was so funny. Um, oh. Yeah, that's that's oh my god. That, that that's some quality writing. If like if anything. That That's that's the mark of a writer that knows exactly what, what movie he's writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And is like, yeah, this doesn't need to be good. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking it too seriously. Yep, that do it. But then he doesn't even die. Comes back. They find him and he's like still kind of alive. And then they put him in the, the nanobot thing. And he's like, I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. It does work out. It does work out. Yep. Yeah. And then they upgrade the robot. So like all the grunts are dead. And they're like, crap, what are we going to do? The professor gets murdered because they just leave him. Yeah, Jason busts into the room that they're, like, holed up in, and they're, like, Bail! (laughs) They're, like, everyone get out now, and then they run away, and then he just, like, stays in there. Yeah, he's, like, cowering against the console instead of running, and then he tries to, like, reason with him. Yeah, well, I think, like, the whole thing, like, there was a bit, a bit at the beginning where they're, they're trying to, like, oh, he's worth money or something like that, like, you can get him back to Earth, and you, like, collectors or something would pay a lot for him? Yeah, assuming you can freeze him again. Yeah. So he's like all set on making money and then and then he gets Well, J- Jason, like maybe for like a museum because presumably, yeah. presumably he was dead. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Someone's was like, "Oh yeah, people would pay a lot of money for the body of this uh, mass murderer." Yeah, sure. From okay. earth. Okay, sure. Um yeah, you know, I guess it's like if you could go to a museum and see Charles Manson. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I mean, I, I wouldn't either, but there's weirdos that would. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know, like, whatever. Um. <laughs> this movie already has crazy nipple play in it, so. Yeah. People are into weird stuff. It just happens. Uh, Disclaimer, if you're into nipple play, we don't necessarily think you're weird. No. Um, we just, uh, we said we wouldn't talk about it anymore. No, yeah. I mean, we that's did, my bad. But why do you just keep bringing it back? I understand it's a tough top, tough topic to get off of. Uh, or to get off on.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Yikes! On bike. <laughs> so then they upgrade the android lady, to which is just terrible. Is like, so bad, right? Like, she, yeah, like her and the guy who programmed her, who like they've been making one of the one of the crewmates specifically makes jokes about her being his like sex bot, which she is. Yeah, which he denies, but then like. She's like, our probability of surviving is 12% or something low like that. And it's like, what? Can't we make it any better? And then they kiss dramatically. And she like, mm-hmm. now it's 53. Like, can we get it to 100? And then they kiss some more. And then presumably, while Jason was hunting everyone else down, they boned. And then he reprogrammed her and put her in a very tight leather outfit. Yeah. It was it was like, look, we get it the Matrix just came out and you're all really <laughs> excited about it. But dude. Yeah, and it just wasn't it's, even a very good outfit. It's so bad. That whole scene I, I wrote down, because there's one point where she's like she has a lot of guns, right? She has like these like machine pistols or whatever, she's like just shooting the shit out of yep. Jason and then there's like one point where she like points the gun at him and then turns it sideways. Yeah. Like, Oh, it's a kill <laughs> shot. It's a kill shot. Turned it sideways. But yeah yeah uh, yeah i just ugh. wrote down android fight dot 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 what the fuck we're so lame so <laughs> it's the the cheese level just just really oh. rises yeah and she's it. just like loving it and like has a big smile on her face as she's doing it yeah guess she's been programmed love violence now i guess, I guess yeah I they know. they put a violence chip in her But anyway, it's like Data's emotion chip, but it's the violence chip. But uh, the place, the room that they were in was like the arsenal where he reprogrammed her. And one Mm -hmm. of the things he said is that they have enough, they have enough like explosives or whatever to like level a moon or something like that. Yeah. Which you gotta wonder like why no one used that already. It's just like, let's blow him up. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. And so she's got some huge ass gun, some BFG. Yeah. Um, and she like blows off one of his arms and then blows off one of his legs, obviously on opposite sides of the body for symmetry. And then she shoots the wall behind him a whole bunch like in a silhouette around him and then does some crazy super fast cartwheels and flips and then kicks him and he busts through the wall and lands in one of the medical bays and lands on one of the tables that, like, breaks and sparks a bunch, and then she blows off his head. Well, first she blows off, like, his leg and stuff. Did you mention that? Yeah. Okay, maybe I wasn't paying attention. I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, using explosive weaponry, and he dies. He got his head blown off. Yeah. What happened? He's dead. Yeah. Great. And so then they go and uh it wasn't that hard, nope, turns out it wasn't <laughs> use a use a good weapon use something to blow up his brain, yeah that was yeah, that was so all clearly they'd never but never yeah, played like, a zombie game like earlier like when the when the grunts first go after him and he like almost kills the the engineer that's there, and then they' like get down and they start shooting him, and they're just using like normal guns. And there's three of them just like unloading like crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> the shot of them, especially like the sergeant, his gun, and you just see him like moving it side to side. Oh, yeah. It's just like, just, just spraying. Just, like spraying bullets yeah. everywhere. Like he was standing right there. Jason was standing right there. Mm-hmm. And they're shooting at him. A lot of guns, but they're shooting all over the place instead of at him. And, and then they lose him. Yeah, he just disappears. And then he, yeah, he's not there anymore when they were shooting at him. And they just kept shooting. It was a really bad, yeah. So, anyways, he happens to land on the nanobot table, and the computer just, just is like, "Oh, this this thing is dead. I should revive it." And then it turns him into Uber Jason. Yeah, because the nanobots cover his body, and we see on the computer it's like not enough, um, like biomaterial to reconstruct. Mm-hmm. And it's like abort, but then it's like abort denied. And it's like searching for a synthetic material. To replace. And then the nanobots kind of like spread out across the medical bay. And then the next time we see him, he is cyborg Jason. Yeah. Do you think that's because they like, because he had the, the, she threw the machete back into him and they got stuck. So I think the nanobots like picked up on the metal from the machete and then we're like, oh, we'll just make him metal. Ah, maybe. I didn't think about that. Hmm. Maybe we're thinking too much about it. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is... Because they also reconstructed so his machete. You see him holding it, and it's a different shape. Yeah, he got a new new machete. His space machete. His space-sheddy. Oh. So, this leads to my favorite scene mm. in the movie, actually. I think I know what it is. Yeah. So probably th- my favorite scene, too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. So, they track him... Or they decide they're going to try and escape in the shuttle. No, they already tried that. And then... Oh, right. The rescue ship is coming to get them. And But they decide they got to blow off part of the ship because it's compromised. But yeah, there's, another... there's a hull breach on the main part of the ship. Mm-hmm. And so they can, like, blow off these, these connecting tunnels to... Uh, or, like, bridges between the two parts of the ship. And then they can stay in the non-compromised part of the ship. Uh-huh. Um and so they're doing that but like we got to distract Jason and uh Sunaron who's the the robot lover is like uh, I got a I got a plan. And he's like in uh, initiate program Crystal Lake 1980. And then it uh, cuts to the hollow deck where they they like lure Jason into the hollow deck. Which is kind of set up before there's like some guys playing like an alien shooting game in there earlier. Um, although, so they had like brain things on. Yeah, they were like sitting on the floor yeah. to play the game. And But then Jason just walked in and he could see everything. You know what? It's not important. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it generates a holographic camp, Crystal Lake, in the 80s, which is... Great. It's a nice like throwback to the rest of the series. <laughs> uh and then it generates two uh girls. Two bimbos. Two yeah, and they're like, Hey, do you wanna um Would you, do you you want a beer? Yeah, yeah, do you want a beer or do you want to smoke some pot? Or we could have premarital sex. We, we love premarital sex, sex. <laughs> Which is so great. And then they, like, (laughs) both, like, take off their shirts and get in sleeping bag and stuff. But it's, like, it's, like, so awesome that, like, that's in the program somehow. Because it's, like, you know, those are the things that, like, the rules of the Friday the 13th movies and and horror movies in general. It's like, if you drink and do drugs or have sex or any combination of all three of those, you will die. Yep. The rules is established by Scream. Um, (laughs) Well, I guess established by earlier horror movies, but made public knowledge by Scream. Yeah so then uh like cuts back to them and they're like i think he's buying it and they're like doing their space shit trying to get the trying to get a door open door they open don't have power or yeah something. whatever sci-fi jargon and it cuts back to jason and he's just like got one of the girls in the sleeping bag and he's just like beating the other girl who's <laughs> also s- just in a sleeping with, bag it was also in her sleeping bag <laughs> which is so good but it's like it's an awesome homage to um I think it's part seven where uh, he like yeah pulls a girl out of the tent in her sleeping bag and just like spashes her against a tree and and drops her down and she's dead. <laughs> this is like the turned up to 11 version of that <laughs> where it's like on the goofy scale where are just yeah. like repeatedly just like smashing this girl into this other girl in their sleeping bags and like beats her against a tree a couple times and like throws her down <laughs> It was so ridiculous. It is so good. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. No, it's... <laughs> can't even take it. <laughs> it's, yeah, no. It's easily the best scene in the movie. If you're going to watch this movie, like, it's worth it just for that scene. It's so funny. It's pretty amazing, yeah. <laughs> you could probably just find it on YouTube. Oh, um, well, that would be more worth it, actually. Yeah, better use of your time. Watch it, and then get on with your day. Uh, so... From then on, what what happens that's basically it right they yeah well then blow um, off the ship the order, part of the ship yeah in order to get power back on guy sergeant who like almost died had to get on a space suit and like go outside and that's why it was all taking some time and reroute right. some power and reboot's power and then the door opens and um rowan and the cyborg lover and the head of the cyborg because she got her head punched off when she tried to take out uber jason which was kind of a funny scene where she like does that crazy flip and go over and kick him in the head again. And it's like, oh, you guys better run! And then he punches her head off. Yeah, it was great. So they get on, they get on the ship, but they're like waiting for Sergeant to get back. But then Uber Jason shows up at the end of the walkway before he does. Yeah. But then he, um, but Sergeant gets in the room and he closes the door, and then uh, and then it blows up as they fly away. But right. then, but then. <laughs> Uh, Android lover is looking out the window. He's like, he's coming this way! And out of the explosion, Uber Jason is flying straight for the shuttle window. Yeah. And then is suddenly intercepted from the side by a Sergeant, who's also got his spacesuit on still. Yeah. But got over there somehow and, and then not... also managed to sideline. Yeah, and not die in a yeah. huge explosion. They just. Yeah. And it's he, fine. And it's he, fine. He, <laughs> yep. Comes out of nowhere, sidelines Jason. And takes him into the atmosphere of what I assume was was Earth Two. Earth Two, son of Earth. And he just literally rides him on his back into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And they uh and there's start a couple burn up Yeah, and there's a couple at a campsite What and you you kinda see like what looks like a shooting star, which is you know it's them. right. and then the guy is like Hey, shooting star, make a wish. And then they... Smooch. And then the smooch, and that's the stupid end of the stupid movie. Well, I, I, well, then she's like, "Oh, it landed in the lake," and he's like, "Let's go check it out." Oh, Even they, though it was like it was really far on the horizon. Yeah, it was like really far away. Yeah, yeah like no, it wasn't. It was across the world, really. Yeah, but no, it landed yeah. in the lake over there. Yeah, let's go Great. check it out. And then we have an underwater shot with the the Uber mask, um, falling to the bottom of the water. Yeah. And you gotta wait till the sequel to find out what happens. Oh wait, they never made a sequel, thank God. Oh yeah. Ugh. Oh. Although apparently this movie like has like its own line of like books and stuff, like following it up that like follow this plot line. Really? Like, this a, one? Yeah, this one. There's like a whole like like subgroup of, of like additional media, like comics and, and like novels and things where it's like Apenoff. off jason x i don't know, I don't know. why because ah, the next movie that they did was uh, Freddy versus jason uh,
1: Which,
0: like took place in our time and had uh normal mask jason he wasn't in hell <laughs> yeah don't know yeah no continuity there whatsoever don't know they really just threw it out the window it's like worse than the x-men movies when it comes to continuity. They just, just throw it out the window. Yep. Oh. Try to use time travel to make it make sense, but no. no. It doesn't... Ugh. <laughs> ugh. I hate this movie.
1: Oh.
0: Alright, so. Very bad. Uh, What, uh... Anything you need to add to this? I think the, the thing, like... Out of everything that was terrible, what really bothered me the most was what was the point of Rowan's character?
1: Mm. Like, like we have this scientist
0: Mm -hmm. from Jason's time who happens to get frozen with him and happens to get revived 455 years later. Yeah. Who does basically nothing. She she does the the least in the movie. Yeah, she's like revived and they're all like you're alive now. And she's like, I'm alive now. Where's Jason? He's like, oh, he's dead. And like, we tried to kill him and he didn't die. He's like, well, he's dead. And like, can you show me? And then they go and they find the dead scientist. Cause Jason's obviously not dead. And then that's the only point where she moves along the plot. Really? Yeah. Well, and, right, right before they, they bust out the simulator thing. Uh, they're like, uh, uh, someone has a line about, like, well, what about you? You're the Jason expert here. Yeah. And then they come up with the hologram simulator thing. Yeah, you're the Jason expert here. Would this work? Would this very specific uh, simulator program that we have pro- already programmed into our computer, would that work? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But you're right, it, she again, does it nothing. It wasn't even her idea. Mm-hmm. And even if she didn't think it was going to work, they were going to try it. Yeah. And... No, yeah, just yeah. like, well, Nothing. what at all was the point of her character? Like, she survives to the end, but we don't care. No. Like, which is too bad, really, because at the beginning, right, where she's all like, no, we need to freeze him. Like, don't be stupid. Don't take him to be studied, right? And she's mm-hmm. like, she's the right one. She's the smart one. And then she's the one who manages to freeze him. But then she pays for it, you know? And it's kind of like, oh, cool. Setting up a decent character, no payoff whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's true. Like, if if she had not been revived, the movie would not be different in any way. Nope. Yeah. Not even a little bit. That's a good point. Wow. Didn't even think about that. No. That was just... It was, like, halfway through the movie, I was like, why is she here? Is she supposed to be, like, our link to the movie because she's from our time? Because, let's face it, we're still in the 90s. <laughs> this movie is in our past. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that was yeah, I was down. So yeah, this movie sucks. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think it got? Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm hoping for like a twenty-eight. A twenty-eight. Not uh, not too far off. It got nineteen. 19. Oh, cool. 19, yeah. I didn't yeah, I didn't think it would end up going that low, but I'm happy it did. Yeah. So that that's the critic score. The audience gave it a, a 24%. Oh, yeah. So they like it slightly more. I don't like Google. Google used 71% of Google users like this film. 71% of Google users have no taste. <laughs> Well let's not listen to Google. However. No, don't let Google tell you what to do. Uh yeah. Are you I, what, what's your rating? What are you giving it? It's just one big pile of shit. That is one big pile of shit. No way. It is. It is. I totally agree with you. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a a, a, a film specific twist on our classic rating system. Mm. Um, instead of Saying what you said, I'm gonna say that this movie sucks on so many levels. Oh this sucks on so many levels because right, we Yeah. Yeah, that was that was another line. Yeah, where, that was uh, a good one. Yeah. Girl gets it. sucked through a through a grate that's against a wall where there was a hull breach. Yeah. So just before she dies, she has to rattle off that line. Yeah, this movie's real bad. Oh real sucks bad. On so many levels. That was a very appropriate. Good job. Yeah, thanks for making us watch it, Internet. <laughs> your fault i guess it's kind of my fault i put it on there i i'm not surprised that this was the one that was picked it It kind of makes sense yeah but uh yeah and that was jason x this one for the the history books Mm -hmm. but not the good history books like the kind that you read while you take a dump (laughs) those ones bathroom Um, history books yeah is the kind that if you do find yourself running out of toilet paper, you don't mind tearing a sheet out of that that book and using it if you absolutely have to. Those uh, those kind of history books. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that was we we dealt with that. Uh, if you like the show, uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter or you can email us at retrocrappod retrocrappod at gmail dot patreoncom pod if you want to support the show uh, and uh, and listen to that nipple tweaking episode that we're going <laughs> to put up there. No. <laughs> uh and uh, we're on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, YouTube, anywhere that you want to listen to podcasts, we are there. Uh if you are on iTunes or or Google Play or any of those things, uh it really helps us out if you uh give the give the show a rating a little star rating, write a little mini review. You could write this this is a great great show. I loved it. One star. <laughs> Put it out there. Helps us. The more the more reviews we get the the more um the show becomes visible on the YouTube or on the the iTunes uh platform podcast platform. So really helps us out a lot if you guys do that. Uh and we are going to be watching uh hulk movie next month oh yeah yeah hulk tv movie uh where him he teams up with thor or he fights thor i'm not quite sure i'm looking forward to that one starts one way and ends up the other doesn't it Mm, like like where they start fighting and they end up friends i think so or they start as friends and they turn into frenemies oh we'll have to find out next month it'll be it'll be good it's uh one of I, i don't remember what it's called i'll posted on the thing so people can people can see it but it's it's the Hulk TV movie where he meets Thor because Thor and the Hulk are meeting up on the big screen mm-hmm. next month that's right yeah it should be good i think it's directed by the dude that did what we what we do in the shadows oh is it yeah oh wow i know interesting super weird right yeah he went from like directing that and eagle versus shark <laughs> which is a great movie oh boy uh directing like a super huge marvel blockbuster yeah we will see how that goes Uh, it's gonna be pretty good i think it looks pretty good Mm, uh anyways uh all of us here the show until next time keep watching crap